remember the day that I got my first period vividly. It was sixth grade, middle school. I asked to go to the bathroom because I felt weird and remember seeing red. The bathroom didn't have a dispenser or a box of supplies and I didn't know what to do. I was scared to go down to the office and ask the nurse for something, anything to help. So I just stuffed some toilet paper in my underwear and hoped for the best. Welcome to Voices from the Valley, a podcast of the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. I'm Amy Spreeman, and my co-host today is Julie Keller, Executive Director of the Women's Fund for the Fox Valley Region, one of our partners. Hi, Julie. Hi, Amy. The voice we just heard is from 16-year-old Madison Wilcox, a sophomore at Appleton North High School. She captured the struggle many young teens experience as they begin to menstruate, and many of them are in what we call a period desert. In this episode, we'll talk about what that means, how it's affecting women and girls right here in the Fox Valley, and some exciting initiatives going on to bring awareness and to help menstruators experiencing this situation. We'll hear more from Madison in just a bit, but let's talk about the landscape that we're in right now. You know, part of the challenge is that people don't feel comfortable even talking about periods. But an even bigger challenge, Julie, is that so many women and girls don't have the financial means to have the products they need on hand. And that has led to anxiety and the feeling that you have to miss work or school or other events just to get through the week. Do we have some statistics that show us more on this, Julie? We sure do, Amy. We know that that the lack of access to menstrual health products can cause students with periods to miss or be late to class or feel anxious about period care. A national survey done in 2019 shows that for students, chronic absenteeism affects achievement in school, leading to educational inequity. 84% of young menstruators in school reported to have personally known someone who missed class due to a lack of access to menstrual health products. And 66% of teens reported they don't want to be at school during their period due to shame and self-consciousness. Unfortunately, other public assistance programs designed to help those facing financial hardships, such as SNAP and WIC, are not permitted to be used to purchase menstrual health products. Well, that's hopefully going to be changing. Your organization, Women's Fund, partnered with several others in the Fox Valley to launch an initiative called the Monthlies Project, which is working to end period poverty in the Fox Cities region. Yes, we did. We established the Monthlies Fund within the Women's Fund for the Fox Valley region that will serve as a resource to schools and community programs in the Fox Valley to provide products sourced through a number of local community partners. We talked to Liz Wollenberg from Feeding America. Here's more. Welcome, Liz. Thank you for joining us today. Can you just start off by telling us what sparked this wonderful idea? Absolutely. Well, it wasn't me, so I'm not going to take credit for it. Patty Habeck, she's the CEO and president at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. She brought together women who are powerful in the community, and she said, this is a problem in our schools, and what are we going to do about it? And so we were having conversations, and things were rolling around, and then COVID hit. <laughs> so once we kind of all got our footing again coming out of COVID, we sat down and we said, all right, we are ready to tackle this issue. Let's get a small group of women together. So we we looked at our resources in different areas, people who we know could make things happen. And we pulled together this small committee. We call ourselves the regulars. <laughs> and uh, we just started to have real conversations. 
That's incredible. And it's so funny that Feeding America is the one that got involved in, uh, you know, you're about food and, and solving hunger. So how did how does Feeding America fit in? Sure, absolutely. And our mission is to solve hunger. And the people that we serve, we know that they're not just hungry. They're also facing other issues, whether it's homelessness, um, joblessness, you know, not being able to get their own menstrual health products. And so we, we were thought it was very important to start to dive into this issue and using the relationships that we have with manufacturers kind of said we we need to get started and we need to be a part a part of it. So this is really a community effort, correct? It's really community coming together and saying we have a problem here that we need to solve in the Fox Valley. And tell us a little bit about more about that because kind of a community initiative where it's not really owned by any one organization or nonprofit. Can you tell me how we how you and the rest of the committee worked through that? Absolutely. So the best part about this initiative is that we're taking the resources that already exist in the community. We're taking people who already have expertise in their own areas and are all passionate about this mission and using the best of their abilities. Uh, So it's really great when we get to steal you from the Women's Fund and we get to steal Allison Feibig from Bolt and Lisa Piquila from Coalesce Marketing and Morgan Fuller from Theta Care. And we, we get to pull expertise and we don't have to, you know, pull on the resources of nonprofits that already exist. Um, and we do know that there are there were tiny little efforts in this space, right? That you would hear things pop up here and there. Um, and we said, let's collectively put all of this together and make an actual impact, something that we're going to see and feel. Now, in order to make an impact, though, you're going to need some resources, some funding. And uh, you guys had an event uh, last month. It was called an event period. <laughs> and you wanted it to be a little edgy. Tell me a little bit about that event and, and the impact that that had. The purpose of the event was really to raise funds um, to, to get this fund rolling, this project rolling, but also raise awareness. We wanted to people to understand what was happening and get people talking about it. And the best way to get people talking is to make them uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so that's what we did. We wanted something that was new and was edgy. So we brought in an all-female comedian group that did a hilarious skit about periods and talking about periods and all the things that, you know, we go through. It was amazing because making people, you know, feel outside of their comfort zone, I think gave them the power to then leave and advocate for what we're doing because they they felt, you know, secure in, in that space. I think that's one of the biggest questions I've received since starting this project is really the Fox Valley period poverty. What are you talking about? Like that, that doesn't happen here. And I think just raising that awareness that teachers tell us it does happen here. So I think it's really important that we raise that awareness that it's not just a third world country or some other really big city with a very poor neighborhood that is experiencing this, that it is right here in the Fox Valley. And we've heard stories about teachers paying for products out of their own pocket to help students and things like that. So we definitely knew that there was a need right here in the Valley. Yeah, absolutely. And when when we're looking at what kind of impact we can make, what we what we really want to do is twofold. One, make sure that there are no barriers for kids who are menstruating to get into school and to stay in school, that they can access whatever products they need to keep them there. And secondly, to make it okay to talk about periods. It's something that, that we have to go through and we can't control it. So let's make it okay to talk about. Um, and so removing that stigma is really important to this initiative as well. Absolutely. And I think one of the big things we talked about, too, is access, right? So we know that schools, some schools do have supplies, but 
there's a wide variety of ways we heard about how you can access those products. You either need a quarter for the machine in the bathroom that may or may not be full at the time, and you probably don't have a quarter on you when you need a quarter. You might have to go to the school nurse. You might have to find the gym teacher. Like all of these things, when you need a product, you need it now. And so you can't be hunting around trying to look for it. It should just be there and be available for you. And we know that there, there are girls who need the product. There's probably moms, sisters, others at home who need the product. So, um, um, so as far and wide as we can get it out through the schools and also other organizations that work with folks who need this. That is excellent. I'm, I'm sure that this is going to really have an impact in rural areas of our communities as well. Absolutely. You know, we are, this initial project, it's, it's a pilot. We're, we're testing it out. Um, we have a fund within the Women's Fund um, where all the money is going to from donations and sponsorships of the event, and people can still donate to it. It's an ongoing thing that we will want to have money into this fund so we can continue to get product out there. So schools and organizations will be able to apply um, to get the product, and then Feeding America works their magic and, and gets that product to where it needs to go. And then we're also going to get that money out into the community that the Women's Fund serves, which is the same service area as the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley region, um, so we can get all of those products out there. So not just Appleton, Nina, kind of the central Fox cities, but also some of the rural communities, Shauna, Wapaka, that those areas as well is important too. There is something called the pink tax that uh, a lot of us have been hearing about in the news. Julie, what is the pink tax? What do we need to know about it? Yeah, the pink tax is really when we're referring to taxes on things like tampons. So tampons are taxed and um, they're considered a luxury item and those are the items that are taxed. Um, so the fact that tampons are taxed and seen as a luxury item is something that we really want to have a impact on and that's something that we can do as an advocacy effort with all of our voices out there. So only 23 states exempt period products from taxations. Wisconsin is not one of those 23 states. So we have some work we can do locally. And just last week, CVS Pharmacy announced that they are going to drop their prices on um, period products by 25%, and they are going to pay that tax in 12 different states. And Wisconsin is one of those states where CVS will be paying the tax for the consumer on period products. So there are some exciting things going forward regarding that. And uh, by using our voices, we can make sure that that, that happens here in Wisconsin as well. Uh, Liz, you've got a website uh, and a Facebook page too. It's called The Monthlies. Is that right? The Monthlies Project? Yes, The Monthlies Project. You can visit us at monthliesproject.com or follow us on Facebook. Uh, we post amazing up-to-date articles on period poverty, on the pink tax. So follow us for those things and ways to get involved. That's always best to follow us on Facebook for that those up-to-date things. Um, otherwise, uh, feel free to visit our website to donate and support the fund. We have an awesome monthly giving program that we can sign you up for. <laughs> so we appreciate any support uh, that, that you could give. Well, and I know that also we are going to have uh, the Women's Fund for the Fox Valley Region on our website, as well as all of the resources that we talked about. So thank you so much, Liz, for joining us. We really appreciate uh, all the information that you brought. mentioned earlier that the menstrual products will be sourced by a number of community partners, and one of those founding partners is the Kimberly Clark Corporation right here in our backyard. Casey is the maker of U brand tampons and pads, and I sat down with Laura Welsh, who shares how this brand has been ensuring young people in local schools have access to the products they need. Here's what Laura had to say. 
So my name is Laura Welsh, and I am the Corporate Social Responsibility and Community Impact Manager for Kimberly Clark North America, which means I have the distinct pleasure of handling the philanthropic work and social impact that uh, Kimberly Clark does throughout our communities, and most especially right here in the Fox Valley. Let me ask you this question. The Monthlies Project is working to end period poverty in the Fox Cities region, and it's hard to imagine that period poverty actually happens in uh, northeast Wisconsin, but it's more common than people might think. Can you talk a little bit about that? Unfortunately, period poverty is an extremely common issue um, that is facing many menstruators today. In fact, our research uh, shows that one in four menstruators struggle to purchase period products, and this obviously includes individuals in, in northeastern Wisconsin. And beyond that, one-third of low-income women report missing work, school, or similar events due to lack of access to period supplies. All of these numbers mean that you and I most likely know an individual who suffered from lack of, of period access. Yeah, one-third is huge. It's it's amazing. And um, to see the ripple effect of that on someone's life is really something that, that I feel very strongly that no one should have to suffer through. You know, as we've talked to women in our community, old and young, the topic of periods still seem to make us feel a little uh, uncomfortable. Why is that, do you think? Well, you know, historically, periods have been stigmatized as something that are really taboo to talk about. But we all know that periods don't hold an individual back, and the sight of a tampon shouldn't make anyone feel uncomfortable or judged or stereotyped. And yet, no matter how far we've come and how hard we're working, that that stigma still exists currently in our culture. And it's really time to view women as the capable, competent, period-having people that that we are. And and through the work done by you by Cotex and our partnership with the Alliance for Period Supplies, we are really working to break that stigma around periods and normalize talking about this bodily function that happens to 50% of the population. And as I like to tell my children, if I didn't have one, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it, now, speaking of your company, this is something very near and dear to your company. How did Kimberly Clark become involved in this project? Uh, tell us a little bit about the partnership. We believe that a period should never get in the way of an individual's education. And we've been working with the Alliance for Period Supplies um, to advocate nationally for free, free period products in schools. So we became the founding sponsor of the Alliance for Period Supplies, which is a coalition of basic needs banks that are help provide free period products out. And in 2022, we really focused efforts on free period products in schools, knowing the ripple effect that not having period products can cause for someone through their educational journey. I mean, I don't know about you, but I could not imagine having a week out of every month feeling like I couldn't go to school because I was worried about bleeding through my clothing or worried about what would happen if someone saw. You know, fast forward to I get a call from Liz um, at Feeding America, and she said, hey, so we're kind of doing this thing. It's called monthlies. What what do you think about that? And instantly I knew the answer is yes. And really it's been this amazing partnership. Um, you know, we've been able to bring in our sponsorship of the Alliance for Period Supplies and then also, you know, working obviously with the coalition from the monthlies group to really have this be a community effort, which is so amazing to see. Um, so we are incredibly proud that we were able to give 
and donate the first 50,000 pieces of period products that were distributed to our local schools. And then later we were able to become the um, title sponsor of their inaugural event. So it's amazing and I I can't wait to be a part of the growth of the monthlies and the work that they're doing. Laura, thank you so much for being involved in this project and for being a voice in our community. We really appreciate it. The honor is all mine. It is a a group effort, and I'm just lucky enough to be a part of it. Well, thank you. Thank you. We will be right back. Are you passionate about helping people thrive in your neighborhood and community? Not sure where to start? Your Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region can help. By giving through the Community Vision Fund, you can improve well-being for all in the areas of financial stability, community and neighborhood development, the environment, arts and culture, and nonprofit effectiveness. More at cffoxvalley.org. Together we flourish, today and for future generations. You may have come to a point in your life where you feel called to give back. You do so for many reasons, all very personal. What motivates you? Perhaps you feel strongly about a cause, or an organization touched your life or the life of a loved one. Maybe you want to create a legacy and set an example that inspires others to give. Or perhaps, giving is a way to re-engage your family members and pass along values to younger generations. For the many different motivations for giving, there are also many ways to give. The key to having a rewarding experience is finding the best fit for your charitable goals, financial goals, and personal preferences. We'll work with you and your tax, legal, or financial planning advisor to determine the best plan for your situation and goals. Learn more at cffoxvalley.org. Join the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region in making our community a better place for all. Sherwood residents Marlene and Carl Busher believe strongly in giving back, and they are encouraging their nine grandchildren to do the same. Each grandchild directs a $100 gift to a cause of their choice from their grandparents' Acts 2035 Family Fund within the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. The grandchildren support a variety of causes related to their interests, from fishing to helping sick children. You can set up your own fund and inspire the next generation. Go to cffoxvalley.org or call 920-830-1290. And finally, we circle back to Madison Wilcox, the Appleton North teen you heard at the beginning of this episode. Madison was one of our key speakers at our fundraising event an event period. Here's what she had to say about her hopes for her generation. Uh, One of my friends, actually, I know in middle school, I had to skip school for a few days every month when their flow was like really heavy and they didn't have the products to be comfortable at school doing that. I know she wasn't the only one in the community to have to go through that. I would like to see more products and I would like to see it a lot easier to get, like maybe free and have someone like restock it a couple times a day because most of the time they're empty the whole day and that is a struggle for a lot of people because they don't want to have to bathroom hop trying to find something with that's stocked. And it's not just young people have to go through it too, like some Adults and college kids have to skip work and other classes because they can't be comfortable. 
I would never talk about、uh, menstrual anything with my friends, and even if we did, we would be like whispering. If we had to grab like a tampon or a pad from our backpack, we would like shove it in our pockets or hide it up our sleeves so no one would see. And we try to keep it as discreet as possible. And、um, yeah, nobody likes to talk about that. It's four minutes in between classes, and some teachers allow you to bring your stuff to class and then go to the bathroom. But other teachers want you to go to the bathroom during that time and still make it to class on time. And it's been timed from the gym locker rooms all the way to the library is like three minutes and forty-five seconds. So having to walk from there to The library and get there on time and go to the bathroom and change your product is a big struggle. I hope that the monthly's project is able to bring products to places that they don't have it. Or、um, at my school, Appleton North, you have to pay to get it. But or in some places there are little bins that you can just grab them, but most of the time they're gone. So you have to like work with what you have, and that's usually just shoving toilet paper down there. But I think it needs to change. As we wrap up this episode, we have links to all of the resources on our website that you heard about today. You can find the program notes at cffoxvalley.org/backslash/podcasts, and that's where you'll find information about the monthly's fund and how you can get involved. You can also visit monthlysproject.com for even more resources, including how you can continue to support this initiative. We hope you found this conversation enlightening. Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe and get all of our podcasts wherever you get your audio. We'll see you next time on Voices from the Valley, a podcast of the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. Music